Today, we discuss Miro. Listen, when it comes to running client workshops, the dream, of course, is to get those creative juices flowing, right? But typically what ends up happening is thousands of hours get wasted because of poorly facilitated meetings. So I have Maya with me today. She's a consultant who runs Fortune 100 workshops from leadership training to team building, and she has the insider tip on what makes things work. Maya? Thank you, Jason. I've been doing this a long time. My number one tip is to bring everyone into that visual collaboration platform. So personally, I use Miro and it's completely changed how I interact with the room. You have to give people a way to feel like they're in the room even when they're not. That's something you can do easily in Miro. Otherwise, they've seen the same slides and format a thousand times. Falling asleep, eyes glazing over, yawns, all that. Exactly. When people follow me on the Miro board, everyone is literally going on a journey with me. We're adding thoughts, we're reacting, and we're voting for the best ideas. It's great. Connective magic. I like it. That's M. M-I-R-O.com. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. Boom, 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 boom. Westwood One presents The Final Word. The Final Word. With Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. Wow, the bad thing at the end was very dramatic. You know what it was like? It was like the omen in a weird way. You know what? I was going more for it. It really does remind me from Cleopatra. Oh, yes. When when she comes in to Rome. That's good. With that huge crazy processional. Boom, boom, boom. I think they do that flourish a lot in that movie. Yes, they do. They do. They do. What I think is hysterical, too, just real quick off the track, in Cleopatra, if you haven't seen it recently, 
with the Elizabeth uh, Taylor and Richard Burton, <laughs> whenever they have the peak holes all throughout the pilots, mm-hmm. right? But they're huge. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, how is nobody noticing that this huge, <laughs> like, uh, you can see like half the person's face looking in. <laughs> they're really, really big. That's your laugh until we get into the news. I know, I know. <laughs> but before we start that, go there. I want to remind everybody that you can catch us on our new television show. What? Yeah, it's our talk show. It's called Me Time with Frangela. You can go to MeTimeWithFrangela.com um, and you can follow us. And take quizzes and please do follow us at please. all of the social media screens. I mean, you don't have to pay attention necessarily, but it would be really nice if you followed us at, at MeTimeFrangela on Twitter, etc., Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is showing in 44 markets. You may be in one of them. And if you're not, we're hoping soon that it's going to be, there will be other ways to watch it, but you can see clips mm-hmm. and you can go to uh, the Me Time with Frangela YouTube channel and subscribe to that. And there's lots of fun clips, including you get to see our reactions to our ancestry tests. Which one did we do? Yeah, we did uh, 23 and Me. So we did 23 and Me on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see uh, our reactions to that where mm-hmm. we found out that guess who's 54% European? What they mean by that is white. <laughs> <laughs> I am what? And like almost 25% Jewish. Mm-hmm. The Ashkenazi tribe. Yes. And then you Very can sweet. also uh, pick up our comedy album it's called download resist it. download it it's uh you can get it at itunes or killrockstars.com please do please do. it is worth it it is there's a, a gift that you can i don't know if it comes with it or if it's a little bit extra yeah but if you go to killrockstars.com yeah if you go to killrockstars.com you'll see it it's a it's a frangela official pop-up protest fuck trump sign yeah so and this is something everyone needs to carry mm-hmm. uh and definitely check that out and um we're back on stephanie miller on fridays yeah uh, last hour uh 8 a.m here mm-hmm. in pacific standard time um although did we just vote to get rid of the um daylight savings time? it didn't it didn't pass it didn't pass it didn't okay. pass it didn't pass um i really i i had zero care about it i will say of all the things i voted for that was the one i just didn't let care me tell you about. something i there was on on, on facebook uh you said gustavo lo- was gustavo pissed. was so angry and, I'm hoping um, he listens. To, this is how much there's I a lot of people who are really upset about it, but you know I get it because when you get if you get sad, sad, you know mm-hmm. the uh, you know seasonal affect disorder. Uh, okay, no. Uh, what is it? No, that is it. Oh, okay. I'm calling. I'm throwing a a, a flag on that place because you live in California. You don't get to have sad in California. <laughs> I'm from Michigan. Okay, that has like 335. No lie, something like 335 over cast days a year there they get to have sad mm-hmm. oh two to three there's some days where it's a little bit darker earlier for oh, you oh he was like he's like i am oh you are privileged on the sunshine <laughs> in this state i will not hear complaints about Ooh, that look at you no, i'm gonna have to go toe to toe to gustavo on this you. i don't understand what i don't i don't uh, to be completely honest, I don't understand all the machinations behind. I know that I've read or heard that there's a financial reasons yes. behind some of these maneuvers and right. how late it happens in the year versus whatever. All I know is I do like the time to match the sun. Yeah. So I personally don't like dawn being set 7 a.m. Because yeah. that makes no sense to me. Dawn right. should be 6. 
you know what I mean? Five or six episodes. And so you're an early riser, too. I'm an early too. riser. So for me, I just don't like days where I go, I leave in the dark and I come home in the dark. So yeah. I, that I appreciate. But I cannot hear that you got, how are you going to have sad in Southern California? I know. I know. But that's ooh, what he was saying. He ooh, was saying. Don't go to the Midwest. And speaking of Southern California and all of California, our hearts and minds are with everybody affected our by. Lungs are our with. Lungs are with. Affected by the California with. fires. Uh, they have been devastating. And they're not done. They're nowhere near contained. I know. They're 10% contained, which is not. And they're new fires. Yeah, and new fires starting. And we really, 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 really want to send, I mean, everybody who, so many people, we've lost, the number right now, the toll is about 50 people have lost their lives. I bet there are at least 100 or 200 people People still missing. missing. Entire uh, towns. I have um, my godmother's, a relative of hers, lived in paradise, mm -hmm. 90 years old. He was able to evacuate, but it is likely, highly likely, although he doesn't know yet because they can't, you know that's a low priority at this moment. Yeah. They're fighting the fires, but it's it's entirely it's it's hard to believe that his home isn't gone. It probably well, is. they say the entire town of Paradise yeah, 90 is wiped, of, wiped off the map. Yeah, ninety percent of ninety percent of the of the homes were destroyed wow. in, in ninety percent of Paradise. So. And there, I mean, if you've seen the photos, they're, it's like gone. It's not like there's some, there's a few like maybe some bricks here yeah, and there, yeah. but there's like, it's like a bomb just leveled it. Yeah. Um, and then I was in Sacramento over the weekend and the smoke there is so bad that, you know, I'm like seeing, I'm seeing my godmother who has COPD and mm -hmm. other breathing issues. And it's just like, I, this is my voice is because of that. Yeah. The air you couldn't see. Yeah more than two to three blocks ahead of you it's it's because it's it's like a valley and it's it's horrible and um yet again the narcissist in chief couldn't figure out a way to just care right or Had just to say, say something insulting and craptastic and blame the forest uh department which uh, i'm like what and then having to watch the head of the fire uh department here in california come out on television and have to tap dance around Donald Trump. Here we have people fighting this fire on the front lines of fighting this fire. They have enough to contend with, you know, um, their families, so they're losing their homes yeah. and what have you. We, but we, we remember our Uber driver was a, was a was fire, firefighter. Yes. Firefighter the other day. He couldn't go home because of the, he the fires. above the fires. Yes. But he, the roads were all blocked and he couldn't get on the 101. They had to shut at one point, yep. I believe. I think that's right. And so he, he was saying the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's I just don't understand. I mean, this those are the moments where I go this is a narcissist because any yeah. other uh, a, a con artist, yep. a straight up just con artist would know this is easy, right? Yeah. This is a horrifying thing that's happening right now. The thing to say is we're doing everything we can. You California, if you need anything. Yeah. You know, we're sending this and thoughts and prayers as trite as it sounds when sincerely meant our our people need to hear that. Yeah. But it's like Come on, man. But, but, but I'm going to tell you why you're not hearing this. It's the same thing, you know, and as no, we don't he get, he's, he's worried about the indictments. Yes. He's worried about the yes. as he should be. This is why, because at the top, when, when Donald Trump was elected, we, there, you know, some of us hoped that he would secretly still kind of be a Democrat, right? Or that he would secretly try to bring this country together. Really? Did you? Were you one of those people? Yeah, I was. I was hoping. Oh, you kept that secrety secret. I did. Was I was hoping that. I was hoping that. You didn't but secrete it at all. <laughs> I did not secrete it. I did not secrete that secret. No. I didn't secrete it. You did secrete it, but you did secrete it. <laughs> 
But here's, I, you know, and I thought I and once those cabinet picks happened, yeah. I was like, we're screwed. Yeah, but here's my <laughs> like, thing. I'm like, this but, is, and, and, and but to this point, what I'm saying is, is that this man cannot bring people together. He is. It has never been, or nor will it ever be, on his agenda. And as we no, move he into, he can't win with that. That's the right. The only way he can win is if people are against each other. That's right. So that's the only way he can get his agenda across. This is agenda is about being absolutely divisive, and and it's grotesque because it. And I I hate doing it, but like for me, every time, and I know people say all the time, you should be over it, or how can you still be shocked. Every time I see Donald Trump speaking and I ha- my mind has to say that man is the United States president, I am shocked. Yeah. Everything in me goes, wait, what? Did this like, happen? It's still shocking me. And the fact that he that they can't navigate through anything. No. Successfully is that I am shocked by. I didn't think a human being could mess up thoughts and prayers. Yeah, it's trite. It gets said to the point where people don't even. I feel like they're not even thinking when they say yeah. it sometimes, and you can't even pull that off. I know, I know. Like, but you know what? But I'm gonna tell you something. You were right. He's got other things on his mind, like the blue wave oh, that he got drowned by. Ooh, are you soaking wet no. from democracy working? <laughs> Get your fascist um, non-wicking towel or fast-wicking towel. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know what? You know how hard this wave is. It's still rolling in. It's still coming in. We still get. We just got another one. That's right. Let me tell you something. We may not be fast as Democrats, but we get there. <laughs> well, we get there. Once you count our votes, which by the 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 painting of the counting of the votes as recounts yeah. or as some sort of vote um, like mischief yeah. no, that's just counting votes that, yeah. those are votes that get counted fuck you and your deadlines you count every fucking vote and nobody's done anything wrong there is no um, election fraud election fraud in, in terms of in terms of uh, what Rick Scott and um, various other Republicans who are too close to call let me tell you something about it let me tell you What's something his name is Stacy trying to get Stacy's job oh that's um it's not Kemp. It's a Kemp. Yes, Kemp. I always want to say Hemp, but I know that's wrong. It's Kemp. Kemp, you know what? Here's the thing. This is what I do appreciate. What I appreciate is, is that even if this election does not turn, those in, in Florida and Georgia particularly, do not turn for the Democrats, we are ma- we're making the process of democracy happen. Mm-hmm. And we are calling them on their shit mm-hmm. uh, to their faces. Let me tell you something. And this is the, the, the discussion that Angela and I have been having. We've been having this for, I think, two years, which is... Look at both of these these candidates in terms of Gillum and Stacey Abrams, mm-hmm. unabashedly, you know, uh, progressive and putting their shit out there. And they came close. And there was a time we wouldn't run candidates in these types of races. Oh, and be clear. I don't think the DNC would have run them. Right. They didn't. They let that they let that play out, especially with Stacey for a minute before mm-hmm. they got on board. Yeah, I, I think across the board, the Democrats, we were talking about this on Stephanie Miller last week. I view this election as a referendum on progressive agendas and yeah. not, and, and that the DNC may like to take Tom Perez, especially may like to take credit for this vote, but I don't think they deserve to. No. Um, I think that, that the candidates that they put forward over and over again, mm-hmm. um, all the progressive people that went through had to knock down five people that the Demo- the DNC would have rather had yep. at that moment. So uh, for me, this is a referendum on all of you on the resistance and everyone saying, no, I want somebody who will stand up and say, it's wrong to shoot black people. That's right. You know, I 
want somebody who will stand up and say kids shouldn't be in j- crates and jails yeah. and cages. We believe in immigration. Who believes in uh, I, I fair want, and equal access I, to health care. And I want criminal justice reform. That's right. And I want I want everyone to have the ability to to take part in voting. I, yeah. I mean, these are not, in my view, I didn't realize that enfranchisement was a wedge issue still. Let me tell you can. something. When you have a president talking about birth, taking away birthright, out of the Constitution. Which wouldn't that mean his mama couldn't vote or his daddy couldn't vote? I'm sorry, or him. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how you, are you serious? And let me tell you something, because that got ratified, you know, as a black person in this country, I, in particular, because that happened because we were slaves. That's right. Because, and, they, yes. and they needed to make us whole human beings. Well, there, you know, there was a movement to suggest that we should go back to Africa, which was weird because we had never been there at this point. Yes. And I'm using the term we, although I, was, I haven't made clear, I'm 54% European. Um, I still feel a kinship with these former people, my 48% people. Right. Uh, but because um, there's some other percentages in there. Uh, I, I look at the situation and it's it's grotesque mm-hmm. and wrong. And it really is about, we talked about it before, about the redefining of what a human being is yeah. and who redefining of who gets rights. Apparently, in their view, it's not everyone. So what's hard is, and I think you were saying this about the election uh, before when we were talking, that you kind of, I know, we all wake up every day and kind of hope it's almost over. Yes. Like, we really do. And I, and I, there's nothing wrong with that feeling. Because mm-hmm. every day I go, it would just be really nice. Uh, let me tell you something. Please. I, I, I told you. everyone and arrest them. And you know what? I'll vote again. Whatever. Like, if we could, and I know we all want that. Yeah. But we I would still have to fight. I just was saying this Tuesday uh, after that election, the next day I woke up, I was like, I did. I literally did this. I I stretched myself and I went. I can turn off the television now nope. because the election is over, <laughs> and you know, and we, you know, and I could just, you know, I don't have to watch the news so much. And what happened? He fired Sessions. Yeah, you fired. He fired there Sessions. There is no peace in hell. There is no peace. Francis keeps going over to the thermostat in hell <laughs> and going hitting it and being like. You know what? I complained down to the main desk. They said they'd sent somebody to look at it. They would get it down from a billion trillion suns to maybe like one trillion suns. But yeah, I don't think that they're addressing so it. It's so There is no. So these warm. people don't sleep. They know that they're getting them. They're fu- getting fired. We're talking about getting rid of, which, you know, it's such a weird thing whenever they're talking about somebody from the Trump camp. Uh, cabinet getting fired you can have those dual competing feelings you do it's the same you do. way I feel about whenever Trump going to these um, rallies because I'm like on the one hand when he's at a rally he's not doing other things right <laughs> and so that's good but then the rallies he's, stir up hate he and stokes up, up white nationalism the, uh, 17% jump in hate crimes since his first year yeah. um, in office um, but then it's the same thing with like yeah I hate, I hate Kirsten Nielsen she's a horrible racist just horrible person who shouldn't have the position she has but but they the place they pick these people from yeah she I sometimes I wonder like was she the nicest version of what's in that pile well you know what I, when you said the place that they pick these people from all I could think of is these are the dingleberries from Satan's asshole <laughs> golly that is where they <laughs> that's all I can think of that's exactly that's so immediately where my mind went Satan dingleberries <laughs> <laughs> that's where they pick him from. That that's seems, where he gets his cabinet. That seems accurate. It's, right? That seems like science. Right. That's science. That's science. But Angela, let me so tell you something. So what you're saying is there might be a worse dingleberry or worse yet. This <laughs> yes, you got to go further up. This might be something <laughs> circling the rim more. Yes. yes. That was gross. I'm sorry. That's, that's okay. But, 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 um, but, 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 but that's where we got Whitaker. 
Um, yeah, okay. Can we okay, talk about Matt, Matt Whitaker? Maddie? Matt, who, let me tell you something, reminds me of, I had, I've heard nobody use this reference in terms of what he looks like. Sluggo, from Nancy and Sluggo. Okay, how old are you? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it's it. Sluggo. Stop it. That's Stop back it. before Tommy. That was her, boy- <laughs> was her boyfriend. How Sluggo. old is that reference? <laughs> it's a comics. From when? <laughs> when we first made ink? <laughs> that is an old. He looks ass. like Sluggo. Okay, I'm going to have to go with you because I'm not as up on my antebellum comics. <laughs> Antediluvian comic book series. Whoa. No, to me, he just, I just look at him and I'm like, where's the keg? No, no. Oh, wait, there's Kevin. Oh, I must be over there. Yeah, right. Um, Like, he's, he has no business having this job. No, no business. He's not qualified. He's beyond a partisan hack, which is why he'll get it. Um, Which I, this is what I find disgusting is, is that the Department of Justice is going to back him, that they're going to, to sit there and defend this appointment. And this is when, when we're talking about the erosion of our democracy, when we're talking about the erosion of, of things that are, you know, we just have always assumed that this is how it would be. When you listen to people who have been in George uh, Bush's uh, administration in, in the, w? the, the yeah, W and mm-hmm. uh, W's administration, um, and talking about this would have never happened. The, the same guy who had Whitaker's job then, yeah. he was on and oh, he no. was like... No, there was, was like, a respect uh, for basic government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. You put people in who know what they're doing, who have some government. They're, these are appointees and they're life people who, like I have a friend, I have several friends who work in government in different um, departments and they are government employees. They're lifelong nonpartisan yeah. um, and better experience and know what they're doing. This It's absolutely insane. I want to make sure that we also say that Trump doesn't want to give any more relief funding to Puerto Rico. Um, and I feel like I want to make sure that we say that because Puerto Rico, number, there's yeah. so many things on the agenda that, that things get left off. Yes. You know, we forget there are still children separated from their That's parents. Right. Hundreds of them, you know, and still people in, in cages at the border. Yep. Um, and they're building more camps. And they're building more of these private camps, billion dollar industry, whatever. Um, and then Puerto Rico has not in any way recovered fully. At, I mean, I don't even know if you can say how close to even that it is. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want to give them any more uh, federal funding because he thinks that the island's government is using the relief money to pay off its debt. Which it's not. Yeah. But uh, explain to me, okay, so you don't want your debt paid. Like, I'm confused about right. both things. Right. You know what I mean? I'm confused about the logic behind or lack of it. But you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> These are Americans. Give the aid. And then, you know, he blamed, as we said, the f- wildfires on poor forest management. Yeah. Despite nearly 60% of California's forests being under federal management. That's right. That's right. So that it would was, be your fault. The, the, it was their responsibility. Even if it, and it's not why the fires have happened. But even if it was, it you know, it's likely that it would be them. And, and also, you know, I need every time a somebody from the who the firefighters who are fighting these fires to come out and say yeah. the earth, it's two degrees warmer than it should be in California right now. And because of that. That also gives rise, and that's climate change, that also gives rise to these fires. Yeah. And we, you know, we were, I do, I think it might be interesting for us to discuss what we're talking about with Kanye and Kim. Mm. Normally we don't talk about them. Yeah. Um, But Francis, I didn't know this. That uh, Kim and Kanye hired a private uh, fire 
team, firefighters, to come and protect their homes. And they did because they were in the Lost Hills. They live in the Lost Hills area, which is right outside of Calabasas, is right there where the fires are. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they had people come out. They had a, you know, like, you know, I, I mean, a bunch of people come out and backhoe. They they created trenches. They they took water and they, you know, doused the areas and anywhere there was a hot spot, they put that out. And they did this in a, for their whole area. Is what so, so too. basically, so what happened was the neighbors were grateful because because they were saving their home, the uh, their, their homes got saved too because Kim and Kanye were working had private firefighters. Everybody else's in that area's home I got saved. Problem and I this. asked Angela. I said. Do, does that bother you? It bothers me a lot. In fact, I think it should be illegal. And this is why. Um, what they These are people who, how much do they pay in personal income tax? Right. Is what I want to know. Because on the one hand, um, what we know about the wealthy in this country, the 1% or the 3%, whatever percent they're in of that, um, is that they have enormous ways, including this recent tax boondoggle, to give them um, even more tax breaks to avoid paying taxes. And your taxes are what pay yeah. for things like the fire department. So while um, taking away resources from the rest of us having a fire department and using our same roads yeah. and using our same water and using our same all of that, they get a private company to come in. And my question is, is that company, when they have evacuations, how are they able to have mandatory evacuations? This company come in and uh, or this group of people come in and who's liable for them and what if they get hurt and what if they don't listen to fire fighters right and what if they damage somebody's home or what if they hurt someone in the neighborhood in in while they're there like to me that's an economic green zone mm-hmm. that is basically saying that the wealthy can hire their own internal services which means that's why they don't have to pay taxes yeah for that there's no advantage in you know for that so I think it's, it should be illegal. It's the I same. think that, 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 that the taxation policy, obviously, in this country is way wrong. Yeah. But, um, and that they are getting away with, but I have a huge problem with it. Yeah. You know what? And I'm, when I look at that and I go, you know, if, if, if we're really, but here's the thing, we do it in so many areas of our lives. Yep. We do it in terms of education. Yep. We do it in terms, you know, in terms of access to, to food and housing and everything. absolutely yes. everything. So it's but something that's a very direct people are an entire town. Yeah. Of a lot of which Paradise had a lot of, including the person that I, my um, family knows, um, was 90 years old. Yeah. Had to evacuate and, and most likely has lost everything. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that entire town didn't probably doesn't have the resources yeah. that that neighborhood would have. It's just not okay with me. Yeah. That this is, you, you know, um, that you be allowed to. Do something that, yeah, so it benefited some other people in the neighborhood, some other well-off people. But, you know, all these people who died trying to get out, all these fire people, and hopefully not they're not getting hurt. I just think it's gross. And, and I then, think it's okay. And then I look at uh, some people I know, we know in Malibu, somebody, you know, say, stayed and uh, defended his home with, you know, a fire hose and pumped water out of the, 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 the pool. Um, there was a, another person we know who went through the neighborhood and turned off everybody's gas. Mm-hmm. So the houses didn't burn up. You know, the, I also, let me tell you something, I also have a problem with people staying. Well, I'm trying to understand 
when they say mandatory, it does it does not. What does that mean? It does not mean. I just recently found this out. It doesn't mean mandatory. Well, the, our, our Uber driver is the fire person. Yeah, this, but I didn't know if you looked it up more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talking about it on the news, and they were saying it doesn't mean that you have to go. Mandatory means that you know you should go, and that if, if mandatory means that if you go, you can't come back in. Right. Right. And um, or, you know, so I agree. I think that it's a waste of resources. It can be potentially. I get Here's the thing. Though. The loss of I life. It, but here's the thing. Then you have to provide a way from everybody to leave. Yeah. And that's where I would say my problem is you can't make something illegal or, you know, what I mean, we can't say, OK, you have to leave. It's kind of I feel the same way about, you know, Hurricane Katrina. They said, you know, to leave. But what if you have no money? You have no place to go. You have no car. Yeah. You're on dialysis. You don't have any of that. I mean, people are walking out with what they have on their back. Yeah. You know, Martin Sheen is walking out with what he has on his back. Yeah. So what do you do when you're not Martin Sheen? So uh, my feeling is if you make something mandatory, then you also have to provide all of the ways for people to do That's it. That's right. So if either we're going to do that or then there's nothing but i agree with you i think that when they tell you to leave you should if you can leave and if you can't call around and see if somebody can help you yeah you know because it is they're not kidding yeah um and and you know and, and when you have fire officials I blame them when you have that. fire officials saying this is not Remember, you know, the, the the big story was many, many years ago when Richard Gere, during the Malibu mm-hmm. fires, many, many years Stood ago, bought his, his house and saved his house. Yeah. And I think that people see these fires like that. And I think that that's what people did try to do in Malibu as well. But this is not, these are not those same fires. We've this been in a drought for seven years. You know, and every fire, it becomes the new worst fire. That's right. The last fire was the worst. Now this is by far. And my, you know what, one of the things this is a weird not weird but one of the things i was thinking about different people's homes like i was like yeah kim and kenya whatever Mm -hmm. but neil young what i know about neil young's home without knowing neil young or having been to his home is that there are probably some amazingly cool pieces of pop culture in Mm -hmm. there like not only his own guitars and stuff but probably you know unfinished songs or or pictures or things that you're like oh you think about somebody like that using their home who was a part of our our collective culture that's right and what the law lo- that loss actually potentially means for all of us mm-hmm. like you go oh my goodness what if all you know and then i'm like at the end of the day it's all dust it is it is everything uh, save your life the, save your family the only thing that matters is each other yeah because that's the one thing we can't replace everything else yes yeah i may love that you know i may love that guitar or i may be really sad about a piece of artwork that's really important but the truth is that all that matters is people because yeah. that's that's that the rest of it is not we're all it, it ultimately we are dust too. It yeah. can go that far. But it's it is one of these situations where I'm like, when I tell you that the lingering even when and hopefully soon these fires are put out, I can't breathe well. Yeah. And we're not in it. Not in it, not in it. And you know, and to your point just now, um there was a producer who lost his house this this year, he said he and his wife had lost his, their house uh, in 2007 in another area. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, and what he said was, it can all be rebuilt. Yeah. It can all be rebuilt. It's just stuff. So, you know, but it's, I can't imagine, like I think of this, the friend of uh, my family being 90 years old mm-hmm. and re- retired for however many years and everything you own is gone. That's right. You walking out of there and people are like, that is... I getting your mind around that and getting your emotions and like these people need our support um, and love financial and emotional and psychological. They do not need 
um, negative critiques by anyone, certainly not by the um, heel spur in chief, <laughs> um, who's never done a day of service for anyone. Nope. But um, there's that. Also, Trump managed to blame the stock market downturn on the prospect of something that he's termed <laughs> presidential harassment by the Dems. Which is crazy. Well, you know, the, the whole issue of presidential harassment is interesting. I remember when we tried it in the late 90s. Uh, we impeached President Clinton. His numbers went up and ours went down. And we underperformed in the next election. What is the presidential harassment as a term? Mm-hmm. You know well, what I hear? You know what my first thought is? What? You're a punk-ass president. Totally. You're and, the president and you feel harassed? And You're you know, president. He's also blaming the Democrats winning. Yes. As the downturn. Yes. And so... All he knows is it's not him. It's not him. <laughs> That's all he knows. It is him when it's up. When right. When it's down, it's definitely not. It's not him. Sleep is important. The quality of your sleep affects the quality of your daily life. Let's face it. It, faces, it. it affects the quality of everybody's daily life. Because if I don't get a good night's sleep, I am unpleasant, Francis. Everybody is, right? But here's where the Purple Mattress can help. The Purple Mattress probably feels different than anything you've ever experienced because it is this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It's not like the memory foam you're used to. No. The Purple Mattress feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. Mm. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. And right now, you can get it at 100 night risk-free trial. That's 100 nights of great sleeping. And if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. That's right. It's backed by a 10-year warranty. It's got free shipping and returns and free in-home setup and old mattress removal. You're going to love Purple. And right now, our listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's right. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text Frangela to 474747. The only way to get this free pillow is to text Frangela to 474747. That's F-R-A-N-G-E-L-A to 47. Four seven four seven. Do it now, Frangela. Thank you, Mr. President. I challenge you on on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign uh, in in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That. Well, if you don't mind, Mr. President, that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, as you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a it's a a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling me. And why why did you why did you characterize it as such? Uh, Because I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. Do you think that you demonized immigrants? Not in this election no, not to try I to want keep them, I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You know, they have to come in, Jim, through a process. I want it to be a process. And I want people to come in, and we need right. the people. Your you know, campaign, wait, your campaign. Wait, wait. You know why we need the people, don't you? Because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people. Right. But your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so on. Well, that's true. It poor, it, but they it, weren't it, actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. Well, no, it's true. Do you think they were actors? They weren't actors. They didn't come from Hollywood. Right. These were these were people. This was an actual, you know, it happened a few days ago. And uh, they're hundreds of miles away, though. They're hundreds and hundreds of miles away. That's not an invasion. Honestly, Uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. And if you did it well, your ratings. Let me ask you. If I I may ask one other question, Mr. President, if I may may ask one other question, are you worried? That's enough. That's enough. Mr. President, that's enough. Ask one of the the other folks. That's enough. Pardon me, ma'am. Mr. President, that's enough. Mr. President, I had one other question. If I may ask on on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that? 
that you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the may Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? Mr. President. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. And really quickly, we want to talk about Jim Acosta and, yeah. and not Bob Costa. <laughs> you know what? But maybe, I don't know, maybe Bob Costa's had his credentials pulled too and he's just being quiet. Or right, 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 right. But, but one of them Acosta boys. Well, he right. You know what we should do act like they're brothers. You know, right. They're Acosta twins. Jim and, Jim and Bob. Jim and Bob. But his last name is Costa, not Acosta. Because they, they, they got different daddies. Because they got the same yeah. mama, but they got yeah, different, different daddies. daddies. Okay, they're, they're, yeah. they're brothers by, by the same mother. Yes. Different daddy. How yes. How do you say that? Yes. But he um, had his press card, White House press card pulled yeah. because he and the president um, didn't agree or yeah. had a moment and the president didn't like that. So in a move that violates every foundational principle of the First Amendment to yeah. this Constitution. And, he, and here's the thing. He was past. supposed to, There, there's a protocol for this yeah. legally where he is supposed to have a trial and they pulled it without the trial. So that's they why they believe in trials. Yes. Trials but, are... They're inconvenient. They take a long time, and they're not as fun as just pulling things. Exactly. And writing executive orders. And what I find disgusting is the lie and the lie that we, we cannot forget that Sarah Sanders uh, put out that video altered that was video. altered. They, I don't understand why that isn't a crime. The White House literally, through their spokesperson, yeah. altered hacked, altered a video yeah. to try to frame a reporter yep. and put it out there and thinking that we are all boo-boo the fool and hadn't seen it in the first place. Because I was watching it in real time. When did, when did the fuck happen? And then you yeah. gonna try to, you going to alter this tape Mm-hmm. Try to create a Zapruder film on us. Yeah, I was like, you know what? You know, we are not. So they've tried to walk back from that, but the reality is, so CNN is suing as they absolutely should. Yep. And the discussion has come up once again of whether or not the press should be boycotting um, this White House and should be boycotting the, you know, the briefings. Yeah. What do you think? Well, here's the thing: she she's barely giving them anyway. Right. Um, there's nothing happening. I, I do not agree with boycotting the briefings. I do agree with uh, somebody saying this, coming out and being like, Jim Acosta would like to know. Yeah. And starting every question with well, like Jim Acosta. I'd like to Jim see Acosta. them do that in real time. Um, also with everything. When you see April Ryan That's right. told to sit down and That's right. shut up. When you're there, if you're a reporter, I don't know why you don't go, uh, I'd like to repeat Ms. Brown's uh, question. Yeah. You know, and why did you ask her? Why did you just tell her to sit down? I've never seen you tell another reporter to sit down. Like, ask him. Yeah. Like, don't let them go. Call the, I agree with you. I think you're there. But be... You know what? Support your own First Amendment yeah. and your rights to be there. And support and your colleagues. These are your colleagues. Whether or not you, you know, I'm even going to include that Fox mess, even though they're not a news station. Mm-hmm. Um, like seriously, and then, you, the, uh, that's where I get upset. I'm like, step up, y'all, and you've got to stand up for each other. I agree that they need to be there, but it's the way that you're there. There, absolutely. Everybody stand, refuse to sit, get rid of the chairs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. And we can. And, and as we're talking about Jim Acosta, we can't ignore the three black female reporters that the, the the president of the United States literally shat upon yeah. this week. Okay? Shit from mean literally, literally. Well, you're not literally, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. It's possible. Well, it's I, possible. I never have actually read the steel dossier. <laughs> you're but. right. You're right. You're right. But but here's the thing. You know, from April Ryan to Abby, what's her name? And Yamish. You know, 
each I one of them. Like we friends. <laughs> and Abby, girl. Um, you know, it, it you know, from Maxine to told from, them to shut up basically. Yes. Sit down and call they all stupid. Call them losers. Losers. Call call April Ryan a loser. Absolutely. But you know what? But here's the thing. He does it he does it with, with Maxine Waters. He did he's done it. Over and over yeah, and over. The president is a racist. Yeah, I'm not gonna even do a gillum on it and yeah. say I don't know if he's racist, but the racists think he's a racist because I we all in agreement on this. The racists and Frangela are all in agreement on Trump being a racist. Yep, yep. <laughs> we have that's we have found a point where we all can agree, and it's that. Um, and, he, he and all the you know the Cohen was it a few weeks ago the Cohen had the came out and said that he's had over the years Trump yes. said many many racist things. Um, it's just interesting to me to see someone who doesn't know the difference between when he's in Haiti and when he's in a neighborhood called Little Haiti. Yeah. Call yeah. anybody else stupid. Yeah. I I just, it's embarrassing. And watching him um, not go to, he blamed not going, Trump blamed not going to World War I, um, some of the ceremonies at the, at where the U.S. soldiers were buried. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it was the Secret Service's fault because it was raining. And they said that his Marine One can't, Fly in the rain. That's I, such can I, bullshit. Can I, can I, does that? I mean, somebody write to us at franchise08 at gmail.com because I find it hard to believe, particularly as somebody who's watched all of the White House Down movies. I find it difficult to believe. Are you? Are we really saying that the helicopter can't fly in normal London rain or France? You know what I mean? Like this wasn't like a storm, you know. So I just I don't know. No, no, you Marine do know. One can't fly in in, in, in sputters. Let me tell you. Something. Let me tell you something. If it were one of those like Bruce Willis, uh, 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 a, meteor, a meteors coming right. at us movies, Armageddon's or something. Let me that that Marine One could fly through that. Okay, but not but not some drizzle. <laughs> but not some drizzle. That's girl. when the Secret Service goes. It is way too dangerous. You may have to pull out an umbrella. I mean, may. Some people aren't because it's not that much. It's, it's spritzing. But that means where... And it could be. Maybe there's some weather thing I don't understand here. So understand that I... But when I... First of all, blaming the Secret Service. I got to tell you, Trump, of all... One of the, of the things you do, I think that's one of the dumb ones. Those are the people you expect to take the bullet. Yeah. I would be nicer to them. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> and that's our final word. Thank be nicer you. to... The secret, the secret Service. Well, Trump. Not uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, you can um, uh, please follow us at Me Time Frangela on uh, Me Time Frangela. For, that's for our talk show. Mm-hmm. Me Time with Frangela, and at Frangela Duo. And you can always write us at Frangela zero eight at gmail Yes. And now it's time for emails. Emails. Time to go get your emails. See, and this is how you get your email read. Mm-hmm. Yay! You send it to us, and then we read it, and we write back. We do write back to all of our emails. Even if we're a little, we're a little bit behind. Okay, this is from Kathy S. Uh, she says, "Hi, Frangela. Love you guys to death. You almost got it right on Friday. Yay! They're back uh, when we were on the Stephanie Miller show when you talked about why the country voted in favor of liberal slash progressive ideas, but did not vote for Democratic uh, politicians. We can blame Fox. They have slandered and vilified liberals for at least three decades. Fox never talks about issues except for guns, abortion, and gays. I'm from Iowa." but moved away in my 20s. I'm now 70. Over the years, I started noticing my family saying the weirdest things when I flew home to visit. 
These very conservative, racist statements started happening about the same time Fox showed up in every mini-mart, restaurant, gas station, airport, practically everywhere. Remember when we were traveling? And that's, when it, every, was, that's all it was on at every airport. Every, every airport and every a hotel yeah, lobby. lobby. Yeah, Um, there are generations of Midwesterners who have never heard any point of view other than Fox. And we know that Fox and other conservative media personally and viciously attack all liberals and Democrats. I have a nephew that likes me personally, but is generally confused because he knows I am a feminist and he has only heard feminists as something evil. Feminazis. I've essentially lost about half my family. I'm sorry about that. I'm not. They sound like Mm a-holes. I'm not. I don't. (laughs) I mean, it happens. I don't know the. I got, I got them in my family too yeah <laughs> i don't know the answer and i'm getting too old and tired to try anymore i just listen to you guys and try to hand in you uh, go ahead kathy hand it kathy. in there we love you kathy Thank from you, olympia kathy. washington yeah i would say what we were saying and i stand by this is that um fox News is a part of that mm-hmm. but that when people vote for they vote for, we were talking about people voting for progressive policies but not necessarily for the all the for democrats mm-hmm. well a lot of the democrats that are putting up weren't progressive democrats right the progressive democrats a lot of places did win yes you know so um there's that but i what my my theory on this is a part and this goes into it is the Fox News is that the idea of calling yourself a Democrat or a liberal or a progressive or certainly she says here a feminist has been demonized yes. and so that when people are voting they can vote for the the bill because the bill doesn't say have all those words in it that's right it has the what's the bill about words but the minute you put a D next to somebody's name then they go oh wait well but who I am that's at my, my core side. my yeah. core values right. are somehow different from this and I believe that's the split and I think that's essentially what she's saying she's just putting it squarely on Fox. This is I didn't make this point earlier, but here's the thing: why the win was so big this week, last week. Uh, oh, is I don't that, think it's done. I think somebody else is gonna. They're gonna. I believe there might be a runoff in yes, Georgia. Yeah, but here's the thing: we have to shift whole cultures whole whole cultures in this country and it's happening and especially in that sunbelt in the in the south you know yes. things are changing That's and, right. and it's going to take it's going to take more than two years well here's the deal on the one hand we may be sitting here looking at a Gillum recount and that not sure how that's going to work out um, but even though it looks it, it has looked like he lost mm-hmm. um, the reality is they voted for it to, to restore Vellon's voting rights yep so I look at this situation and I say, what you see happening is, you know, that's over a million votes. 1.5. That's 1. going to change 5. things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think had more Democrats, our problem in this election, as um, people who on the left are voting for Democrats, was that we didn't have as many. We had more seats up in the Senate than the that's Republicans right. did. Had it been like in the House where everybody was up, I believe if every senator had been up for election, we would have taken the Senate. That's right. But the fact is that we had more people and they weren't in great places. Uh, the they map favors us next in 2020. Yeah, and that's why... That happened. Yeah. Thank you so much for writing. Yes. Next is resistance wrap up. That's right. Yes. Okay. So we, you know, we've been talking about the California fires and the devastation, but you can help. Um, we have a few organizations that we'd like to, you know, bring to your attention where you can, they could really, really, really use your help if you have the wherewithal to help. Yeah. Um, we're first, talking about money. We're talking about money. Um, first off, uh, let's try the California Fire Foundation. This organization is on the ground distributing financial assistance to people who have lost everything in the fires through its emergency assistance 
assistance program, firefighters distribute prepaid gift cards to help those who need to purchase necessities like food, medicine, and clothing. Yes. Also, um, we wanted to let you know about um, the Humane Society of Ventura County. Mm-hmm. Uh, County. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nonprofit, and uh, they're there to obviously to help animals who've been displaced by the Wolseley and Hill fires. Um, and they take in domestic animals such as dogs, cats, and birds, as well as livestock. So they could, they definitely could use your help. There's, there's a bunch of other organizations that um, are, are really helpful, but. Uh, you should also check out the uh, California Community Foundation's Wildlife Relief Fund. Um, they're out there trying to help, too. So to everybody out there who's fighting these fires or who is trying to get out of their way, we love you. We support you. And and we will get through this. And we will. I don't know how. you. I just don't even know how to deal with the fact. Have they even given a time when they think they might have contained these no. fires yet? No. Yeah, we're not even to that no, space where they can even... new fires, like you said, popping up. So please keep watch and, and let us know what you hear. Yeah. Yeah. We want to thank our producer, Joey Salvia. We want to thank Lindsay Floyd. We want to thank Jack Silver. And the nice engineering man. What's his name? I don't know his name. Thank you, Kurt Hemming. Yes, yes. For coming in and helping us and everybody here at Westwood One. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure, again, follow us at uh, Fran. Frangela Duo or for Me Time Frangela, our talk show, which mm-hmm. is you can go to metimewithfrangela.com to see where it is or subscribe to the YouTube channel and watch videos and take quizzes. Please watch it and support it. Get Resist. Yes. Our comedy album, our first comedy album. Do that. Do I'm, it now. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. And thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. On the next OB Radio, it's OB and Anthony Scaramucci. The obvious thing is that we should be able to vote on our phone. The voter turnout would be way higher. Oh, yeah. You should be able to have your fingerprint yeah. digitized. The yeah. phone can do that. Yeah. Look into your iris. Right. Okay, that's OB. Vote. Right. You think the politicians will let you do that? Of course not. OB Radio with Greg OBUs. Download it free and easy wherever you get your podcasts. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another 100 meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M-I-R-O.com.